to another episode of the podcast today. So excited to be here with you guys. I have just been feeling really good about everything today. Um, My little sister just had a baby today and we're all really, really excited about it. (laughs) I'm super excited to get to meet him and he's adorable. So yeah, today is just amazing, guys. I know there's like a lot of craziness happening in the world right now, but there's a lot of really, really good things happening too. I know our brains really like to focus on the crazy and the stuff that freaks us out, but don't forget to remind yourself to look for the good as well. So today we're going to talk about emotions and particularly dealing with negative emotions. But before we get too into it, I wanted to read a review by Tain Slay 04 2020. They wrote, life-changing. This absolutely changed my relationship with my wife for the better. Thank you so much, Mikkel. Thank you so much for that review. I love getting to read what you guys write. So thank you so much for that. Um, so now on to the show. Emotions. We as humans experience lots of emotions and a lot of times we want to think that we should only feel positive emotions. We want to only feel happy and excited and love and peace and all the good emotions, right? And we kind of get this message too from society that we should be happy all the time and if we're not happy then something's wrong with us or our life and we need to do something differently. I think a lot of times we carry that message over into our relationships. Like once we found true love, once we found the one, that right person, then we are going to have all of these happy, positive emotions. All the time, it's going to be rainbows and butterflies and everything's going to be amazing and wonderful. And there are a lot of amazing and wonderful things about being with someone that you love, but there also are a lot of negative feelings that come too. Being human means that we experience a full range of emotions. We experience 50% positive emotions and 50% negative. A lot of times we want to argue and say we should just be feeling positive most of the time, 99% of the time, I'm trying to get it to 100 (laughs) because we really like feeling positive emotions and we're really uncomfortable with the negative ones. But the reality is without the positive emotions, we cannot understand the negative and vice versa. We need negative emotions in order to be able to feel positive. It is that contrast that allows us to understand the difference between the two. For example, color. If everything were just like the color black, there would be nothing to see, right? It would just be dark, nothing, black, everything. And it takes being able to have red to understand the difference between black and red. And it takes having blue to see the difference between blue and red and then green. Every color, seeing it next to another, allows us to be able to distinguish between the two. And that's how our emotions are. We need different emotions to be able to distinguish our experiences between them. I think of emotions 
like seasonings, like different types of food that we get to taste and experience. We have some foods that we love to try and we have others that we hate. And I don't know how picky you guys are. <laughs> I'm definitely a little bit less picky than some of my siblings were growing up. But trying one food allows me to be able to understand like, okay, I don't like this. Oh, but I do like this, right? If I only ate mac and cheese my whole life, I would have no appreciation for it. <laughs> but since I eat lots of different foods, like I have salad, I appreciate my mac and cheese a lot more. <laughs> and so it's being able to try different things, being able to feel different emotions that allows us to be able to even understand emotion. So where do emotions even come from? Emotions come from our chemicals in our bodies. And they happen because of a thought. We have a thought in our brain. We think something that then triggers a chemical reaction that we physically experience in our bodies. So we can pinpoint like maybe our throat feels tight or we feel it heavy in our heart or our stomach, like noticing where in our body we feel that emotion from the chemicals going on because of the thoughts we think. Our thoughts release chemicals that create emotions in our bodies. That is what emotions are. And a lot of times we want to assign meaning to these emotions. Like, I'm a bad person because I feel angry. Or my relationship isn't right because I feel annoyed. And I don't love him enough because I feel sad right now. Whatever it is, we make meaning out of what we're feeling. And then we look at our emotions and we check what we're feeling. And we even ask, even when we're feeling good, oh, do I actually love him enough? Do I actually feel positive enough about the relationship? So we're constantly overanalyzing, not only when we have negative emotions and judging ourselves for having those, but then also criticizing our positive emotions and telling ourselves we should be feeling more love and excitement if this was the right person. You know what really keeps you from feeling love? Is thinking, I should love him more. I want you to think that for a second. I should love him more. How does that make you feel? That makes me feel kind of frustrated and inadequate. And so knowing that when we put pressure on ourselves to feel a certain way, all that does is put more pressure on our emotions and on our relationship. It means nothing about the relationship itself. It just makes it harder for you to experience love when you're telling yourself your experience of love needs to feel different. It needs to feel a certain way in order for it to be love. And we'll talk in another episode more about love and what it is. But I just wanted to kind of start talking to you guys about this idea that our emotions are just an experience that we have because of the thoughts we think. And we're supposed to feel negative emotions. That is good and normal and a part of being human. We don't need to judge ourselves for it. So giving yourself permission to feel negative emotions. And then also knowing 
that it doesn't mean anything about your relationship. Because let's think before you even had this relationship, when you were single, you probably had lots of moments of feeling negative emotions, right? Where you felt bored, you felt annoyed, you felt alone, irritated with yourself. You probably had lots of different emotions because you thought lots of different thoughts when you were single. And then when you get married or start dating someone or get engaged, whatever it is, you still have lots of different thoughts, some positive, some negative, that create lots of different emotions for you. And so giving yourself a little bit of permission to be human in your relationship, knowing that it's okay that you have some negative emotions, that being in a relationship does not all of a sudden change that fact. And then also knowing that our partners are allowed to have negative emotions too, that that is part of their experience. I think sometimes we judge ourselves in our relationship because our partner is feeling down sometimes and they're feeling irritated and they're not happy and excited all the time. So allowing for your own emotions and allowing for theirs. And a big part of that is being able to process emotions. So this is kind of a little bit about what I talked about earlier, which is tapping into your body, noticing what that emotion feels like in your body. Where do you feel it? What temperature is it? What color is it? Allowing yourself to really notice what that experience of the emotion is will help get you out of your head and into your body and just experience whatever is going on for you rather than resisting it, rather than arguing with it and trying to make it mean something about your relationship. And when you guys are finally able to do this, to be able to know that your thoughts create your emotions and it's totally independent of your relationship, that it's all just what's going on in your brain, there's so much freedom and peace in your relationship to be able to be truly and genuinely authentic, to be able to be yourself, your whole self, not just the positive half of it, but the, there's room for all of your emotions. And that is what actually creates genuine and authentic connection with someone. When you're able to bring your full self, you're able to bring not just the good parts, but the bad parts too. And learn how to love those negative emotions within yourself. Not judging yourself for feeling negative emotions in your relationship, but loving yourself even when you feel negative emotions. I think about when you have a little kid that's throwing a tantrum. You're not going to just like hate that little kid and be mean to them. Be like, okay, honey, let's go take a nap. And you're super sweet and sympathetic with them. I think we need to do that to ourselves. To be sweet and loving and sympathetic with ourselves when we have negative emotions. Because the better you can love yourself through negative emotion, the better you will be able to love your partner through their ups and downs. And ultimately, like that's what we're all working towards, is being able to feel peace and feel love and doubt less. And that starts with yourself. I know a lot of us are focusing on our partner but turning that focus around, turning it inward to you. How can I love me more? How can I accept myself even when I'm having negative emotions? 
And as you do that, your capacity to love will expand and you will find it so much easier to do for someone else once you've done it for yourself. All right. Thanks so much, guys. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.